Welcome back in. It is two 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 Tuesday here on Main Street Sports Today with Chris Yao Mopat and JP Plant, and we are getting ready to talk about the Blue Raiders of MTSU, who got a big win on the hardwood last night in a makeup game against Texas El Paso. Got some schedule news and more so let's go ahead and get into it and bring in the voice of the blue raiders chip walters chip what's going on man well i'm i'm excited to be on and hopefully we'll be on here for about oh six more at least six more minutes so i can be on the air at 222 on 22 good idea we think we can keep you around for at least six minutes chip (laughs) Well, good deal. What's happening, boys? Well, you tell us. As as Chris alluded to, big night last night on the hardwood for the um for the Blue Raiders. You know, it was, and you know, fifteenth straight home win, and Middle gets to twenty wins on the year, eleven and three in the league. Uh, and I, I was, I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little concerned uh, last night, just you know, simply because playing your third game in five days, but so was uh, so was UTEP. They've got a couple of guys who are very good scores, and uh, uh, and one of them is uh, Eric Bienemy's, uh nephew, and uh, and, uh, and and he uh, and the Raiders kind of he he'd been averaging about eighteen a game in conference, and he was held to seven last night, but Sule Boom. Uh, who uh, was the conference leading going into last night? Conference leading score didn't hurt himself. He he ended up with twenty four. Uh, Middle's bench was incredible last night, and um, I, don't, I don't know if you're aware. The new, I guess, a couple of years ago when they changed over from stat crew to the new uh, genius system that everybody has to use now in the NCAA. One of the new things that they added was the hockey plus minus, uh, stat. So everybody knows what your every, every, you can look on the stat sheet. And what that means is how did your team fare while you were in the game? Did your team gain points or did it lose points? And it shows because everything is electronic now. And they know to the second when you went in the game and come out and all that. Well, last night, Three guys off the bench were the three leaders in the plus-minus category. Cam Weston was a plus-24. So Middle outscored UTEP by 24 while he was in the game. Christian Fussell was plus-23, and T. Leonard was plus-20. And that was a bigger number than any starter last night. So uh, it, it was just it's just a, a you know another – tool of measuring um and a lot of times coaches look at it i know coach mcdevitt's talked about it it kind of gives us an idea you know who are good combinations to have and and you know if somebody's struggling you know you know who do you need to get off the floor things like that and 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 they, they were able to use it so now you turn yourself around and you've got two more big home games to wrap up the home season this week marshall comes in 
on Thursday, and then Saturday at 6 o'clock, Western Kentucky is here, and it'll be senior day for Donovan Sims and Josh Jefferson, uh, and and, and just obviously a big game, a chance to sweep Western and uh, and send this team off uh, for the final week of the regular season to Charlotte and Old Dominion. Hopefully, uh, you know, if they can get a couple of wins, they could be right on the doorstep of, of uh, claiming the Eastern Division title. Chip, going back to your plus-minus just a second, having worked game day stats for a period of time while I was a student at MTSU, I am so glad nobody decided to have that then. But uh, that's um, some, pretty, some, pretty, some pretty good knowledge to have there, I'm sure, from a, from a coaching standpoint and, and from a fan standpoint as well. So that's, that's good stuff. Um, as you said, home games coming up against Marshall and against Western. And um, with the win last night over UTEP, MTSU's men remain unbeaten at the Glass House and certainly been a big part of this 20 and seven season to this point. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, this team was kind of interesting. Last year, the only two games where fans were allowed were the last two middle one, those then they, this year got, I I thought the coaching staff did a a terrific job scheduling, uh, in, in how they built the schedule from the front to the, to the end of December, uh, and, and getting tougher, and and so you know it was it it allowed this team to kind of grow and find itself, and and then they started playing and got in the conference race and and uh, got themselves after an zero and two start, they're now eleven and three, so they've won eleven out of their last twelve. Uh, the only loss thrown in there was at UAB since the first two, and. Um, and, and, you know, the crowds have gotten bigger and better. And last night, it was, I mean, it was raucous in there last night in particular because there were a couple of, I'll just say weak, there were a couple of weak technicals uh, thrown out. Uh, uh, one uh, was early on Coach McDevitt, uh, and uh, he, uh, he and Tony Padilla did not see eye to eye. And then later on on a play where T. Leonard, blocks a shot on one end uh, and and beats everybody down the floor and gets an alley-oop dunk. Apparently, one of the, the moves now by people who can dunk, which I have no knowledge of, <laughs> is that they, they, they tap the top of their head. Well, that's supposed to now be an automatic technical foul. Well, T, who has 36 dunks on the year, tapped the top of his head and got popped and – and uh, Coach McKevitt used that opportunity to rev the crowd up, and that uh, broke open what at the time was a, a pretty close game. So uh, it was uh, it, it was a great home atmosphere, and, and you would only expect it to get better. And that was for a makeup date. So the students have been coming out in big numbers Thursday night with Marshall, and then uh, and then with with Western, you would expect to close out the home season with with really good crowds and lot of excitement if you're going to that western game make sure you wear your blue it is a blue out well if you're one of the first 500 yes, fans you, if you you're don't one matter of the first what you 500 wear. you get a t-shirt that is blue so if it's you, if it's close to your size there you, you can go. wear it there you go oh by the way i think we just passed 
222 on 222.22. So I tried to get that in on 222, but Chris okay. was talking. So um, visiting with Chip Walters here on Main Street Sports today. And Chip, as we know, if the men are at home on Thursday and Saturday, then the women are on the road. They're trying to get their 20th win of the season as they go to Marshall on Thursday night and to Western on Saturday. Yep, and uh, it's exactly right. And 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 they have been dominating the the player of the week and freshman of the week honors recently, playing really well. Uh, go to Marshall as you mentioned Thursday. Then Saturday, the the women's game is at two o'clock in Bowling Green. The men's game is at six o'clock in Mur- in Murfreesboro. So they could be so, back. Uh, and they, yeah, there are those who like to make both of those games, and and the uh, schedule does leave that opportunity out mm. there and that's, that's uh, and so that's not as easy as it sounds i don't think especially with nashville traffic being what nashville traffic is nowadays be careful well, i tell you the the, the the hardest part after going to bowling green uh, about a month ago is there's construction on the tennessee side of the kentucky line and it's down to one lane so uh that that's that's the hard part about it uh especially on a on a saturday but uh, you've got that. You've got uh, we're in the overlap now. Baseball, uh, we're supposed to play today, but obviously that's not going to happen. And they're going to play at Belmont at, at uh, Rose Park tomorrow. And then uh, after opening against St. John's in Wilmington this past weekend, they travel to Conway, South Carolina, play at Coastal, ironically not playing against Coastal, but they're going to play Illinois, Ball State, and Rutgers on Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, over there. So a lot of stuff happening. If you're playing at Conway, I'm not sure that you care who you're playing against. That's basically, correct. If you're that close to Myrtle Beach. want to give a quick shout out, though, to former Zion Christian standout Bridge, Briggs Rudder. The sophomore in this first four games is hitting 308, second on the team behind Fausto Lopez. So um, off to a pretty good start. Do you, do you know who's leading the softball team yeah. in average? Look of there, look of there for Slara Miller. Oh goodness, look of there, look of there, man, that's awesome. Um, so some area kids chipping in early for the Blue Raiders and the Lady Raiders chipping in. You got it. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we got Spring Hill products. So we've got Zion. We've got uh, you know got a lot of folks involved there. But uh, and so it's. Busy, busy time, but a uh, lot of fun right now, and we want to see both these basketball teams finish strong going into the tournament, which will start, I guess, two weeks from today. Actually, the opening rounds uh, in uh, in Frisco uh, and at the Cowboys facility there at the Star. You, um, as you mentioned, all of the local products you you um, left for me. Columbia Central product sophomore Jaden Ham is one and zero oh in two appearances, six and a third innings, nine strikeouts. Yep, that dog will hunt. There you go. He's gonna be he's gonna be phenomenal for you guys as long as you can keep him. So that's right, that's right. Well, he's got he, now he, he's here. He's got at least uh, we got to get him. We get him for three years. So exactly. hope that works out. He's he has he's been he's been outstanding. You're right. Great kid. Really enjoy him. Um, Chip Walters, voice of the Blue Raiders, with us here on Main Street Sports today. Chip, 
we know you got a hard out, so we're going to get you out, man. Appreciate your time. Thank you, boys, and we'll uh, talk next week. And uh, and I, I may uh, – I got I, we'll have to check out. I got to see what my flight times are because we are flying out on Tuesday next week going to Charlotte. Uh, so uh, I, I need to see whether I'm going to be on the ground yet or not when this uh, time comes. But I'll be letting JP know. Do that. Do that. We appreciate it. Chip will be on the air tonight. The 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 men's show that the the radio mm-hmm. shows, the coaches shows are tonight because of last night's that makes sense. basketball game. So I assume that the women's is the women's show tonight are. as well. Yes, okay. both, so, both shows will be tonight. So if you're because looking I'm, for I'm, those, I'm sure Rick Ensel is always a treat on the radio. Oh, there's no question that that, that would be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Just that that's got to be worth listening. To. Absolutely. All right, when we come back it is our hodgepodge segment so plenty to get to we're just going to kind of run through this this one will be kind of like uh part of the interruption where we just <laughs> roll through the things so sort of like but not really yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha we'll be back on main street sports today after this